0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. I've got a word from God this morning and it's all about the power of an apology. The power of basically apologizing, saying sorry. And I just really felt during the week, this week, God just really spoke to me about how powerful it is when we just say sorry to people, and apologize to people, and I'll, I'll, I'll unpack it as we go along. But who finds it hard to say sorry? You know when you've had an argument, you've had a disagreement with someone, or someone's done something to you, someone's offended you, who finds it hard to say sorry? I know I can. Anyone else? No, you guys are all great at saying sorry, great at apologizing. That's really good. Wow, I thought it was just me. Um, Myself and Anna, who's just walking down the aisle right now, we had a little bit of a disagreement this week. This is my lovely wife here, Anna, Pastor Anna. We had a small disagreement this week, um, as you do, as married couples do, and do you know what? I found it really hard. We were kind of at loggerheads. It was like we were in this kind of deadlock. I was blaming her for something. She was blaming me for something. And we were in a little bit of a, like, a well, I'm not going to apologize. You're not going to apologize. So we kind of were at this little bit of a standoff kind of thing. Uh, this doesn't happen very often. But we, it was like, do you know what? This is really hard. to. I find it really hard to apologize and to just smooth things over, apologize, forgive, forget, let it go, just... And, and I think Anna was kind of probably finding it hard as well. So we were kind of just like, so what, what, what are we going to do right now? And I was just, I, I just felt like, do you know what? I need to be the bigger person here and just say, okay, right, I'm sorry. I've, 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 I'm apologising for my part in this, this disagreement. And we kind of just, just got back together sorted it all out, talked it through. We realized that we were kind of looking at things from two different perspectives, and there was some stuff that, you know, she didn't understand about the situation, and stuff that I didn't understand about the situation. But, you know, you you can sometimes get into these kind of conflicts with people or disagreements with people, and you kind of just end up a little bit stuck. So... You know, I've, I, I just thought this week, after, after that kind of happened, God started to speak to me about kind of the power of just humbling yourself and being the person to say sorry first and just deal with things. Um, there's a few scriptures I just wanted to kind of just bring up. So this is one from Colossians. It says, bear with each other and forgive one another. And if any of you have a grievance against someone else, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So that's saying, bear with each other, forgive one another, and if any of you has a grievance against someone else, forgive as the Lord forgave you. There's another one from First Peter. It says, finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. And lastly, in Romans, it says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And these scriptures, and there's loads of other scriptures out there in the Bible that talk about turning the other cheek, or going the extra mile, loving your enemies, just letting go of things, you know, humbling yourself before your, your brother and just apologizing and working things through. And, you know, it's, it's, it's powerful. There's something powerful released when we actually humble ourselves and apologize i think that god has god requires it it's it, it's good for the soul you know when you humble yourself it can be hard it can be painful it can be difficult sometimes like you don't want to you don't want to admit that you're wrong or you don't want to admit that the other person's right and you're wrong and and, and you it it can be hard work sometimes but actually god wants us to be that person to to be the first one, and sometimes we've got to be the person, even though we might not be in the wrong massively, to just actually take that first step and to reconcile with the person. Now, I'm not talking about staying in an abusive relationship. You know, there's sometimes you can be in a situation where there's, there's abusive stuff going on. So I'm not saying you need to stay in it and just work these things through. You know, if you're in an abusive relationship or, or you're in some sort of abusive situation, you need to get out of that. You need to get help. Um, but the whole humbling ourselves process, it takes, it, it takes a bit of kind of swallowing your pride sometimes. Um, it takes a bit of... Just admitting I've got it wrong, I've got it wrong, and you are probably right. (laughs) Most of the time, I'm right. But here's here's some scriptures about humbling yourself. This is from one Peter as well. It says, "God shows favor to the humble, but He resists the proud." It says also, "He says He gives grace to the humble." and and resists the proud. There's another scripture, it says, he favours the humble, but the proud he knows from afar. God loves humility, and what humility basically is to God is kind of like, God is God, he's out there, he's massive, he's all-powerful, he's all-knowing, he's everywhere, and who, sometimes it's like, who are we to kind of think we're we know more than him, or we're better than him, and it's kind of just like sometimes just saying, "Okay, you know, God, I I know my place here, and I humble myself before you. And God, whatever it is you want me to do in this situation with this person, or with whatever's happened with this disagreement or offense, I just do. It. I'm just gonna just do it. And for those of you in the room that are believers, I don't, you you may have heard of this this scripture. It's in Matthew five. It says, "Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar." And there remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them and then come and offer your gift. And that is a powerful, powerful scripture. And that basically is saying that before you come and pray and start asking God to do stuff for you, or even before you come and worship God, deal with some stuff that's going on between you and other people first Make sure you're right with your brother and sister, it says there, and then come to God. Because you can't kind of fake it with God. God knows everything. He knows what's going on. He knows you just had an argument with someone and you really offended someone. And then you come into church and then you're like, okay, God, I just really worship you. You're amazing. You're awesome. Lord, give me all that money that I need or my house or we'll sort this out, sort that. It's like God's like, no, 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 no. First of all, go and sort that thing out with that person. And then you can come to me with that clear conscience, with that... You know, it talks about having a full assurance of faith and then sort it out. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, sort it out first and then you can come and speak to me and I'll sort things out in your life. So he has a process and we've got to kind of stick to that process. Otherwise, that's sometimes, I believe, that's actually sometimes where we don't see our prayers answered. We don't see things happening in our lives with God because there's a there's offense that we're holding on to. There's bitterness. There's resentment. There's kind of blame that we're holding on someone. God wants us to sort those things out first. Then, then he'll, he'll carry on moving us forward in life and doing everything that he wants to do with us. You know, I believe this word this morning is actually, it, I know it applies to people in this room that I, most people here I don't even actually know, they're friends and family, but of Nick and Katie, but I just, I know that God gave me this word for a specific reason. And I just want to encourage you this morning if there's people that you know you need to forgive, make sure you forgive them. If there's people that you need to be reconciled to, make sure you reconcile with those people you know life's too short to just hold grudges and hold offense and hold on to bitterness you know it 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 can affect your health when you when you're bitter with people you know sometimes people can hold can live a whole lifetime you know, 60, 70 years and hold on to offence and things that happened to them many, many, many years ago. You know, sometimes when we're, we're, we're holding on to unforgiveness and we've got something against someone, that person doesn't even really care about us. What's going, They've what's happened's happened, they're living their lives, they're happy, they're doing whatever they're doing, but we're the one who's bitter and resentful and in kind of that kind of turmoil, and we're just holding on to that thing, and we're keeping it in, down in there, and it's like, I just, and you remember it, and you haven't dealt with it. God wants us to just deal with these things so that we can be free. You're freeing yourself. When you forgive someone, you're actually freeing yourself. You're not, you're not, appeasing that other person or or letting that person off the hook it's like you're sorting you're sorting things out for yourself so that you can be free you're forgiving that person so that it sets you free so please today if there's people there might even be people in this room that you need to apologize to or you need to forgive or you need to just get back together with or you need to sort things out with you know don't leave it another day sort it out do it just just, you might have to be the person who, who humbles yourself first and says sorry. You might have to be the person who kind of just just plucks up the courage to just say sorry. God will help you. Pray. Ask him to help you. Ask him to give you that strength to do that. But he, he, he wants us to make sure our relationships are right with each other. Amen. Now, the Bible says that we've all done wrong things in our lives and we've all fallen short of God's perfect standard. So God has a standard, God is holy, and he has this kind of high bar that he sets for, 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 for living life. And actually, it's an impossible kind of standard that no one can, act, can, can fulfill. And he's, he's, he's set this standard up in life. And We've all, the Bible says we've all fallen short of the glory of God. None of us can meet that. But that's why He sent His Son Jesus, so that we, He, Jesus, could take our place and actually meet those requirements and those things that God wants, the way that God wants us to live. Another scripture says that um, if you think you haven't done anything wrong, you deceive yourself and the truth isn't in you. And that's from 1 John 1 8. And it says basically, if, if you, claim to not have anything wrong, done anything wrong in your life, you're basically lying to yourself. You know, we've all done things wrong. we thought wrong things. We've said wrong things. We've done wrong things. You know, we've affected other people. But God wants to kind of wipe all of that stuff out of our lives and have us clean before him so that we can have a relationship with him and live with him. And that's what, the basic, that's what the gospel is all about. That's what we believe in. It's to be able to have a relationship with God, you've got to believe in what Jesus did for us on the cross where he basically took all of our wrong stuff onto himself and he cancelled it out before God so that we could actually have a relationship with God. So today, if you want a relationship with God, it's, it's not that difficult. All you have to do is just say, God, I just thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on that cross for all of the wrong stuff that I've done and I want to just live my life for you for you to be the Lord of my life and I want to come to you and have a relationship with you and that's available for every single one of us here this morning you know my story was I grew up in Luton Um, as a teenager I kind of you know I just went grew up went through school did all the kind of usual teenage stuff going out clubbing drinking doing whatever else um, and as i got to about 18 19 i kind of wanted i i wanted more out of life and i was just you know i I, I, knew, I knew i just kind of needed to find out what life was all about and i was asking myself these these questions so then i got a job um, working in a, like an it company and i did that for a year i got bored of that and i just knew this wasn't really fulfilling i just knew there was more to life than this so i decided what i'll do is go to university and before I went to university, there was this girl I used to uh, kind of go on the bus with to work. And she was a Christian. And at that stage, I wasn't interested in being a Christian. I wasn't interested in doing anything to do with God. I was just kind of living my life and just wanting to kind of just know where I fit in. And I, I wanted to get a, a good job and earn some money and, and just, find, just find my way in life. So this Christian girl, she used to give me these kind of tracks things like these bible little leaflets and booklets and um stuff about christianity and i took them off her uh, kind of reluctantly being polite and i just kind of chucked them in my bag and just went about my business but she was quite persistent she was like you know you you, sh- you should be a christian you should you should know god you should come to church you should pray and stuff like that and i was like oh, I don't it's not really for me this christian stuff is not really i'm not really into that uh, I kind of was just being very polite and would just kind of like, you know, just say whatever she needed to hear to kind of get her off my back. So anyway, I, I went to university, so I did this job for a year, went to university, and I packed all these kind of tracked things, I packed all these leaflets that she'd given me, and I got to university, one of the first few weeks I unpacked all these leaflets, I started reading them, and as I was reading them... It was like there was something kind of true about this Jesus guy dying for my sins and, 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 and this whole stuff about being a born-again Christian and you can start a new life if you say, if you say this prayer and you, you want to live for God and you, for him to become your Lord and Savior. You know, I I just I was reading this stuff and I was like, do you know, there's something true about this. I can't put a finger on it. So I decided to just pray the prayer in, in, in the back of one of these books. I was like, you know what? You know, I need need a bit of purpose in life. I need a bit of direction. I'm just going to pray this prayer and and go with it. And I prayed this prayer, and it it was just a simple prayer. of like, And it was like, Lord, please forgive me for all of the bad things I've done in my life. Um, And I make you the Lord of my life. I thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Um, Amen. That was it. Prayed this prayer, went to sleep, woke up the next day, walked out of my kind of the place that I was living at, um, in Stafford, and everything, in, it, just everything had changed. Sec, I, I guess I, w- I woke up different, but it was only when I stepped outside, I just knew that, that things were different. I, I literally walked outside, and literally the grass was greener, the sky was, the sky was bluer. I felt different. I felt a peace. I felt alive. I felt a joy. I felt like I was a different person. I felt confident, and I was just walking to my, 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 my lectures, and I was like, I just, this, something's happened. I don't know what's happened. I haven't done any drugs or anything like that recently. I, I don't know what's going on. But I feel completely different. And then I realized that what it was I prayed the night before was real. And it was like, I'm born again. And I actually feel born again. I feel different. I feel like I was living the best way I describe it to people is like I felt like I was living in black and white and gray and now I'm living in color it was literally like that I felt different and you know it's a long you know long story after that but that was the beginning of my journey and it's real God is real and that what happened to me was I went from being dead to being alive I went from a life of, in darkness to a life in light. And I was connected to God, my Father. It, it, we, I was connected in spirit. And the Bible says, you know, his spirit comes to live inside of me. And that's what happened. He came and lived in, inside of me. I asked him to be my Lord and Savior. And he became my Lord and Savior. He lived inside of me. And it was like, I'm, I'm alive. And I, you know, I didn't fully understand everything I did that night. But I just prayed this prayer. And it was a reality the next day. And I want to encourage you today, if that's something you want to do, um, come and speak to us after. Speak to Nick, speak to Katie, speak to myself, speak to um, Holly, I forgot your name, Anna as well. You know, speak to some people here and we can lead you through these, you know, praying and giving your life to God. But it's the best life. He gives you a peace, a joy, a love. He gives you a purpose, a reason to live he gives you a reason to get up in the morning. He wants to give you, he wants to heal your mind, your body. He wants to break addictions. He wants to, you know, give, mentally, physically, spiritually make you whole again. You know, God, there's, there's a, some people say there's a God-shaped hole inside of us, and until we find God, that thing can never be filled, and we can fill it with relationships and and drink, and alcohol, and drugs, and whatever, work, you can fill it with so many other things, but it never seems to kind of fit, or it never seems to feel whole, but actually, it's coming to your father, he wants you to be reconciled with him, and back to the whole thing about apologizing, and being humble, that's what he's looking for, it's like, okay, it's sometimes you just need to say, okay, God, I don't fully understand this, but i you, I think you're real I think you're out there and I, I, I come to you help me so that's kind of all I've got to say really what time are we on? Amazing. but don't do, do some things today make sure you forgive people David while you're disappearing I need you to play some music he's <laughs> <laughs> coming back Um, Make sure you forgive people and make sure you apologise if you're the person that needs to apologise. Take that first step to reconcile with your friends, families, members, brothers, sisters, whoever it may be. Make that step. Don't let, don't carry bitterness and resentment and hurt and all this stuff around with you for your whole life. It kind of eats away at you. And also come to your father god he wants to reconcile himself with you thank you for listening to this kingdom faith podcast we trust it's been an encouragement to you for more information and resources from kingdom faith and our other audio and video podcasts please visit www.kingdomfaith.com